Hello, this is Nikta from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 24th of February. The Trumps have arrived in India and they were welcomed with great pomp and honour. The first family went to Gandhi's Sabarmati Ashram first thing after landing. The couple tried their hand at spinning a charkha there and headed to the Namaste Trump event at Motera Stadium where a massive crowd of over 1 lakh people welcomed them. Prime Minister Modi, in his welcome address, called it a historic moment and cheered for the long life of friendship between the two countries. He also showered praise on Ivanka Trump and her husband Jared Kushner, who are also in India with the American president. India, USA, friendship. USA, friendship. India, US, friendship. Words like democracy, vibrancy and unity were generously used by both President Trump and Prime Minister Modi. In his address, Trump said that America would always be a faithful and loyal friend to India. Pointing to Prime Minister Modi's humble beginnings as a tea seller, he said that the Prime Minister is living proof that with hard work and devotion, Indians can accomplish anything that they want. Trump also announced that the United States will sign a $3 billion defence deal with India and that he was looking forward to providing India with some of the best and most feared military equipment on the planet. However, the most important message from the President's speech that really stood out was this. There is all the difference in the world between a nation that seeks power through coercion, intimidation and aggression and a nation that rises by setting its people free and unleashing them to chase their dreams. And that is India. From the event, POTUS and FLOTUS, along with their son-in-law and daughter Ivanka, were taken to the Taj Mahal where they admired the monument and indulged in a prolonged photo session. Today, things got even worse in Northeast Delhi where clashes had broken out yesterday between pro-CAA and anti-CAA protesters. Yesterday's clashes took place in the same area soon after Delhi BJP leader Kapil Mishra gathered pro-CAA supporters just two kilometres away from Jafrabad where anti-CAA protests were happening. In a viral video of Mishra's speech from the location where he made some inflammatory comments, he can be heard threatening Delhi police to remove the anti-CAA protesters or they, that is the pro-CAA protesters, would take things into their own hands. Fresh clashes broke out again today in Delhi's Majpur area. A Delhi police head constable died and several others, including a DCP, were injured. At least two vehicles and a fire tender were torched in Jafrabad and Majpur as police had to fire tear gas shells to disperse the protesters. Section 144 of the CRPC has been imposed in the affected areas. The Delhi Metro Rail Corporation has shut down the entry and exit gates of Jafrabad and Majpur Babarpur stations for security reasons. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal, Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia, Lieutenant Governor Anil Bejal and even Delhi BJP President Manoj Tiwari have appealed for calm and urged the protesters to exercise restraint. As I'm recording this, News Laundry reporters Ayan and Ayush are out to bring you fresh, in-depth ground reports. Stay tuned to read the reports and while you're at it, do check out our website newslaundry.com. We have a ton of content, from incisive ground reports and podcasts to fun video interviews and comics. And if you like what you see, you must subscribe to us. You see, we are one of the very few news platforms in India who do not depend on advertisements for our survival. Why? Well, we are of the view that in this age of information and misinformation, news needs to be independent. And you, the consumer, has a huge role to play in keeping it that way. 
because when the advertiser pays, the advertiser is served. But when the public pays, the public is served. Click on the subscribe button on the top right corner of our website and do your bit in keeping democracy alive. The houses of seven BJP supporters were allegedly vandalized and set on fire in West Bengal's Jalpaiguri district today. The incident took place soon after the body of a Trinamool Congress leader who was attacked earlier in the month reached his village yesterday. The West Bengal police said fire tenders were sent to the spot to douse the blaze. A large contingent of police has been deployed in the area to avoid any further violence. On February 14th, Bombal Ghosh, Trinamool Congress's booth president from Malikhat, was attacked with sharp weapons. He was taken to a hospital in Siliguri where he succumbed to his injuries. Local TMC leader Manoj Roy alleged that BJP activists were behind the fatal assault. Meanwhile, the BJP unit in the state blamed Trinamool Congress activists for today's attack. Trinamool Congress has obviously denied the allegation. The Uttar Pradesh Sunni Central Waqf Board has decided to accept the five acres of land allotted to it for the construction of a mosque near Ayodhya in accordance with the Supreme Court's Ram Janmabhoomi verdict last year. At a meeting in Lucknow today, the board decided to constitute a trust to build a mosque in Dhanipur, some 30 kilometers away from Ayodhya on the Lucknow-Gorakhpur Highway. It will also construct an Indo-Islamic research centre, a hospital and a library on the allotted five acres of land. The board, which was one of the main litigants in the Ayodhya title suit, comprises of eight members from different fields. The board's chairman, Zafar Farooqi, said that the size of the mosque will be decided according to local needs. In November last year, the Supreme Court had paved the way for the construction of a Ram temple by a trust at the disputed Ayodhya site. The top court, in the same verdict, had also directed the centre to allot an alternative five-acre plot to the Sunni Waqf board for building a new mosque at a prominent place in Ayodhya. To look back at how TV news media fed into the Ayodhya frenzy before the verdict was announced, read Cherry Agarwal's piece on the same on Newslaundry.com. Former French Prime Minister Francois Fillon is due in court today for his role in a fake job scandal. He is accused of paying his Welsh wife hundreds of thousands of euros for the work she allegedly never did when she was employed as his parliamentary assistant. Both, who deny the accusations, are scheduled to appear for the trial today. The scandal, dubbed as Penelope Gate, began in 2017 when Fillon was the leading presidential candidate. The centre-right candidate's rating plummeted after the allegations. Centrist Emmanuel Macron eventually won the election against far-right candidate Marine Le Pen. If convicted, Fillon could face up to 10 years in prison. The trial is scheduled to run till 11th of March. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. Do watch the latest episode of TV Newsense where Manisha looks at how TV news channels covered the Jamia CCTV revelations. No prizes for guessing who sided with the police's action. She also did a review of Z News's Bangla debate show called Street Fight. Watch Newsense to find out all the crazy things happening on the supposed news debate show. Also, do read Nihar Gokhale's piece on how leading public sector banks are deciding against dispersing 2,000 rupee notes, but the RBI is maintaining a studied silence. It is titled, The Mystery of the Disappearing 2,000 rupee Note. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 